Hello and welcome. It's Michelle Donatian with Moments with Michelle Donatian. I hope you're enjoying your day today. I hope that you have had a wonderful, wonderful day. I don't know if it's morning where you are. Uh, We're here on the East Coast of America. It's been a hot day, but a sunny day, not a cloud in the sky, clear, a little breeze. It has been beautiful. So I hope that you're enjoying the weather wherever you are tuning in, whether you be in another part of the country or another country from around the world. Thank you for tuning in and welcome. Moments with Michelle Donatian is broadcast on Anchor. You can also find us on iTunes and you can uh, soon you'll be finding us on other mediums and we'll be sharing those with you shortly. But you can go online, you can like us, you can share us with your friends and your family, your loved ones. If you know someone else who needs to hear this broadcast or someone else who might enjoy listening to this podcast, uh, share it with them. We'd love for you to rate. We'd love for you to comment on Anchor, the Anchor app. You can download it on Android or on iPhones, on Apple. Um, and uh, so you can listen in either way. We'd love for you to rate it. Tell us what you think. You can go to my Facebook page as well and ask questions. And uh, either way, we love to hear from you. That's one of my favorite parts about this podcast is I get to connect with you. I get to hear what you think. And that makes it so very special. For, In fact, what's the, what's the reason I'm doing the podcast? For you. So you, my listening audience, are the most important part of this podcast and I want you to know that and I want to hear from you. So thanks again for tuning in. We are on episode seven and these are really tips that I've found to help me stay healthy on a budget and not break the bank. And I'm going to just go through my top tips for you because these are the ones that were the most profound to me And these are the ones that I find most people don't know about. So I hope you enjoy listening in, you know, get a notebook or a notepad so you can take some notes and put these into practice, practical application. Um, It is all about living your life, living it to the fullest and getting wisdom as you do. God wants us to do that. How do we honor him? We honor him with everything in our life. And he's given us money and things to be good stewards over. Our body is one of those things. And as I shared with you before, once I learned and once I realized, wait a minute, Lord God, I want you to, I want more of you. And I want to live even eating and providing food into my body that's going to honor you. I want to honor you with my holy temple. That's a better way to put it. I want to do that. I don't want to not take care of my body the way I had done for so many years, just trying to be thin. I wanted to be healthy and I wanted to honor God and I want to live a long time so that I can do the work of the kingdom of God. And I want to have grandkids one day and great grandkids that I'm around for. And I don't want to be, you know, sitting in a wheelchair somewhere because I'm so overweight that the weight of my hips is, you know, hurting my body or whatever it is. I think I shared with you before when I was at my highest at 241 pounds, my hips and my joints would hurt. And I'm only 42 years old right now. So that means... 
You know, I'm too young for any of that stuff. And even, I'm going to even go further than that and say, I don't think there's anybody that should be dealing with that, you know, 50s, 60s. I'm not, I haven't gotten to those ages yet. But I think if Moses started his ministry at 80 years old and they walked a long way, he died at 120 years old, then I think there's something to giving your holy temple unto the Lord. You know, as we live our lives, we find different things that may go on. You might run into sickness or, or you know, health issues. But I want to take the best care of my body that I can. And I don't want to contribute to its downfall. I want to keep it healthy and moving smoothly, just the way God wanted it to be. So these are the tips. These are my tips. So the very first tip when it comes to eating healthy that I put into practice is go to the grocery store. Eliminate the fast food in the restaurants. I know every once in a while, maybe you like going or maybe it's really easy for you and it's fast and yeah, I know it tastes good, but in the long run, you're spending more money and it's not healthy for you. You can't control what they put in those foods. And if you ever do some research, you'll find there's a lot of chemicals in a lot of these fast foods, even some of my favorites. I'm not a big fast food fan, but I do like some fast foods and I stay away from them. Every once in a while, I might go and get something like at Chick-fil-A. I really like Chick-fil-A, but I mean every once in a while because you know, their food is, is conventional. It's fried. It's, you know, white bread. If you're getting a sandwich, there's a bunch of sugar in it. It tastes good. And if I'm going to go support someone, I figure, well, I know Chick-fil-A is a Christian company. I feel good about buying food there as compared to some other corporations, but I don't usually go out to eat. And that's just the truth. It keeps money in my pocket and, you know, I can control what I'm eating and I feel better when I don't eat out. It's just the truth. So I say, go to the grocery store. When you go to the grocery store, don't go when you're hungry. One of the biggest ways to put a big dent in your pocketbook or your wallet is to go to the grocery store hungry. I don't know if you've ever done this, but I have. I've gone to the grocery store and everything looks good. I mean everything because I'm hungry. (laughs) I'm hungry. So eat before you come. And, you know, if you don't have time to eat, grab a snack, you know, grab some carrots and and a bottle of water so that on your way to the grocery store, you can eat it or, or while you're walking around the grocery store, have your little container, you know, you can dip your peanut butter, your carrots in your peanut butter or whatever healthy snack you have, something that's going to make you feel full so that you're not feeling Uh, tempted to buy things that you really shouldn't be or normally wouldn't buy. So don't go to the grocery store hungry. The other thing is when you go to the grocery store, make a list. Make a list. If you're like me, you can go into a grocery store and you can only buy one thing and walk out. But I really hear that that's not the average person. And I laugh because my mother was you know, notorious for going in the grocery store and she would be in there for hours and just look down every single aisle and she enjoys grocery shopping. I enjoy grocery shopping too, but I've learned that if I go in with a plan, 
I leave feeling much better because I didn't waste my money or didn't spend it on things that I shouldn't have or normally wouldn't have bought. So I do enjoy grocery shopping. I don't know why it's one of my favorite things to do. So, you know, I do understand that if you like grocery shopping and maybe you don't like grocery shopping, I've heard more people say they hate grocery shopping, but nonetheless, go in with a plan. You know, the old saying a failure to plan is a plan to fail. Same thing with grocery shopping, make a list, you know, and um, use that list, stick to your list. The other thing I do, okay, is I look at the sale flyers. I look at the sale flyers. The sale flyers are gonna tell me, you know, what I'm gonna get the best deal for. So maybe they have chicken on sale and, you know, I like chicken. And so I say, oh, I'm gonna stock up on some chicken. So when something's on sale, stock up on it and put it in your freezer. I used to have a big chest freezer. It wasn't that big, but it was big enough for me and just for myself and my daughter. And so I would buy things in bulk and I would put it in that freezer. And so it was great. But now I only have a small freezer that's, you know, the regular traditional freezer sitting on top of my refrigerator. So I don't have a lot of space, but I do know certain things I like to buy in multiple quantities. Like when chicken's on sale, because it's usually fairly expensive, meat is expensive, it's one of the highest dollar items that you're going to find in the grocery store. When it goes on sale, I buy a couple of chickens. I stock up. You know, I stock up, I buy more than I need for that particular week or two weeks, however, uh, whatever the frequency is that I was shopping for, that length of time I was shopping for, and I put them in the freezer because I know the next sale is probably going to be maybe a couple of months or whatever your normal grocery store sale cycle is. The other thing is know your sales cycles. So for example, I learned a couple of years ago that this is just a fun fact. Ice cream is the cheapest in grocery stores in June. I don't know exactly all the reasoning behind it, but this is all marketing. Just understand that this is marketing. They want your money. And so when you go to the grocery store, look around, you're going to notice June and and sometimes in July too, ice cream is on sale. June and July, it's two of the hottest months, but I guess people are barbecuing more. I don't really know what the reason is, but if you like ice cream, buy it when it's on sale, stock up and put it in the freezer. Don't eat it all, just save it for later. Now, I don't usually stock up on ice cream because I like ice cream too much. And uh, in the past, it wouldn't last in my house, so I don't stock up on ice cream. But maybe you might be able to, you know, keep ice cream in your house and not eat it all. Uh, when you buy it. So stock up on things that are on sale. Put them in the freezer. That's another really good way to save money. Here's another thing. When you walk into the store, go just to the perimeter of the store. The perimeter of the store, you know, that outer circle along the edge of the wall of the store. In most stores, that's where you're going to find your cheapest, most inexpensive, whole foods. Those are going to be the best bang for your buck. I know people say it's expensive to eat healthy food. If you're strategic, it's not as expensive as you think. It's more expensive to buy a bunch of junk. And so I stick to the perimeter, meaning I walk in the store, in my grocery store, 
as soon as I walk in, and most grocery stores are like this. Some aren't like this, but the average grocery store is like this. I walk in and usually the first thing I see is the produce. It's colorful, it's beautiful, it's marketing. It entices you and you, you wanna see the beautiful colors in that, in that area, in that section. You can smell the, you know, the mangoes, you can smell the strawberries or the cherries, whatever it is. It's marketing, okay? Let's, let's not be unwise. You know, the Bible tells us don't be unwise. We know it's marketing. They want your money. And you're there to, to spend it. So go into the grocery store, get your produce. Look for what's on sale. One of my daughter's favorite vegetables is kale. So, and I like kale too. And it's a really great nutritional powerhouse. So my grocery store, kale goes on sale frequently two big huge bunches for three dollars we're talking organic kale three dollars for two huge big bunches sometimes as much as four dollars that's not a bad deal though still not a bad deal so when i see them on those you know but the prices i might stock up i look for the sales and i buy seasonally okay so for example i don't buy mangoes until the summer Yes, I know you can find mango any time of the year in an American grocery store, but the mango costs a whole lot more before the summertime. I don't buy mangoes before then. I love mangoes. They're one of my favorite fruit, but I usually wait until June, July, and August, and then I get mangoes. And sometimes if they're a really, really good sale, I'll buy a bunch of them and then stick them in the freezer, and that'll last me a long time because I like to eat them in smoothies personally. I like to make you know, frozen fruit ice cream, basically. So I buy that. Bananas are a really great, inexpensive fruit that's sweet and you can freeze them. They freeze very well. And when you freeze them, you can mix them with other fruit and make something that's like ice cream. If you freeze them and put them in your blender or put them in your fruit processor with other fruit, you don't need to add any extra sugar to it and it's sweet, it's delicious, and it's pretty cheap. So that's another thing. Stick with the whole foods. So get your fruit, get your vegetables, compare prices, look at the best deals. You know, avocado is a really great nutritional powerhouse. Unfortunately, avocado is usually pretty expensive. So that's one of those things that I normally buy, even though I hate spending the money on it, but I like the way I feel after I eat it and it tastes really good. It's high in a really good fat, so we buy it. My daughter likes it, I like it, and we buy the avocado, but we try to get it when it's at a good price. So we buy the whole foods. Then we go from the produce section, I buy what's on sale, you know. If I see white potatoes on sale, or if I see a certain brand of sweet potatoes on sale, I'm stocking up on some sweet potatoes. We love sweet potatoes in my house. We like potatoes in my house. Um, we get onions, you know, the when they're on sale. Uh, we get, what other things do we get when they're on sale? Even tomatoes. I really enjoy a good tomato. I like the little, you know, grape tomatoes also. Oftentimes you can find those little things on sale. But look around and be wise. Shop in season and shop the sales. You can Google online um, shop in season and you find a whole bunch of websites that are going to show you what fruit or vegetable is grown according to your region 
or country that you live in and when it's in its peak of freshness. Because not to mention, not only is it cheaper, but it's at its peak of freshness, which means it's at its highest nutritional value as well. You're gonna enjoy it more and it's gonna do much more for your body at that time. So those are the best times to buy those fruits and vegetables. Cherries are another one. I really like cherries, but I usually only buy them in July. They're the cheapest in July. They are usually like $7.98 a pound. And that's for the conventional strawberries. And then they go down sometimes to like 99 cents a pound in July. So you can stock up on them and stick them in the freezer. I love them in smoothies. Um, but you know, just be wise and find out what produce is the cheapest in your area at what time of year and then buy it then. And some things I buy all the time. I always buy kale because I really like kale. I always buy bananas because they're just so versatile and they're pretty inexpensive no matter what time of the year. I buy potatoes, sweet potatoes, white potatoes. I love broccoli, I buy broccoli. I buy carrots, carrots are pretty inexpensive. Um, you know, I buy green beans. I buy asparagus in the spring. Asparagus is at its cheapest in the spring, around Easter time. Uh, and asparagus to me tastes so delicious, just grilled. So there are lots of things that you can do, but stick to the, start in the produce section. So then you're gonna make your way around to the next part of the store, which is still, you're on the edge of the store. On the perimeter of the store, you're gonna find your meats, your whole meats. You're gonna find your breads. You're gonna find your milks, your dairy products, like your yogurt, your eggs, and your cheeses. And that's really what you're gonna find on the perimeter, okay? Now in my grocery store, there's a bulk section. And what I mean by a bulk section is you can buy it. It's not, you know, you're not paying for the name or the label. You bring your own container, or you can use, like they have little paper bags or plastic bags. If you use plastic, I like the paper and uh, you can fill up those bags and you pay a whole lot less for them because you're not paying for the little fancy packaging. That's the bulk area. Personally, I shop at Whole Foods and when I found out about that bulk area, oh, it's one of my favorite places to be because I can get my brown rice there for a really good price. I can get uh, nuts there, raw nuts at a really good price. I can get beans at a really good price. I can also get my spices. I buy only organic food, so those things can be very expensive wherever you go, but Whole Foods in particular has a really good selection of organic food and they really take good care of the produce. Some, some grocery stores I've gone to that are in my area, they have such a small clientele that buys organic food that they don't really pay attention to the section. So when I go to those grocery stores, oftentimes the organic food is going bad because they're not rotating it out as often as they should. And um, you know, some of them have said, oh, well, it's, it goes bad faster because it's organic. No, organic food seems to last longer than conventional. I don't know why, but maybe it's because there are less chemicals sprayed on them. I noticed my organic produce lasts longer than the non-organic produce. So it just depends on the grocery store. Um, some of those grocery stores, they just have a really small group of people who are buying the organic produce and they're buying too much and then the produce goes bad and they're not really paying attention because that section is so little. So personally, I prefer Whole Foods because there's a large clientele that buys the organic 
as well as the conventional and they stay on top of you know keeping fresh produce out and that's what I want I want to get the biggest bang for my buck and I know you do too so I recommend them but I do recommend if you go anywhere Whole Foods included check your sales flyers use coupons and buy whole fresh food you know stay out of the snack aisles and stuff that's where you're gonna spend a lot of money no matter what grocery store you go to and especially if you're trying to buy healthy snacks you're better off making them yourself and you can make some really healthy inexpensive snacks you can go to Google and find a lot of really great recipes and uh, that's the smartest way that's what I like to do because who doesn't like snacks but I like to save my money more so all right so stick with the perimeter of your store okay another really good thing is to read your labels read those labels now why is this a way to you know save money and be healthy well I'll tell you why let me let me give you an example when I was younger I used to buy yogurt they always everyone says yogurt is you know so good for you and it really is pretty good for your body if you're gonna eat you know dairy products yogurt is one of those that has a lot of probiotics in it. it's really good for you and uh, I don't eat a lot of yogurt anymore but I do like yogurt I really like yogurt but when I buy yogurt I only buy plain yogurt I don't buy yogurt that has sugar in it if you read the read the ingredients list read your label you're gonna see most yogurts that they say there's fruit on the bottom you know you think you're getting a really good deal because oh I'm eating yogurt with fruit in it no you're pretty much getting like a fruit syrup that's packed with sugar and a bunch of fillers in your yogurt the only things that you should be seeing in there are live active cultures milk and that's it in the yogurt so I recommend my personal favorite is Greek yogurt I like a thicker yogurt but I only buy plain yogurt I don't buy yogurt with vanilla or sweetened or anything in it I sweeten it myself at home I pay less money that way and I know what's in my yogurt so read your labels read your labels you think you're being healthy and you're wondering well why am I still gaining all this weight or why don't I feel good when I eat this yogurt nine times out of ten it's because you've got a bunch of sugar in it and you don't even know it some of those yogurts have more sugar than a can of soda so you're staying away from the soda because you're thinking oh I'm doing great and then you get that yogurt and you don't realize what you're ingesting so read your labels that's a really great tip read your labels you'd be shocked what's in some of the food that you think is so healthy so healthy all right so read the ingredients label another thing is when you do have to go into the perimeter or out of the perimeter of the store and you go into the middle of the store I only go into the middle of the store for like my pasta and like pasta sauces and uh, I get uh, raw um, cocoa which is basically chocolate powder but it's it's raw so I like because I like to use it in my um, I like to make hot chocolate with milk and the cocoa powder and um, and the little maple syrup I like that when it's in the when it's winter because it's cold and I really like hot chocolate but I don't want all the additives and chemicals that are in normal packs of hot chocolate and it's cheaper if I just buy it and make it myself the old-fashioned way and I also like chocolate need I say more <laughs> so I go down the middle aisles you know in the middle of the aisles for a few things for a few I mean I really select few things I spend most of my time on the perimeter of, of the grocery store this keeps me healthy and it keeps my pocketbook 
looking good. So if I do go into the middle of the store, it's because I'm buying pasta. I buy 100% whole wheat pasta. I don't eat white pasta. And I buy 100% whole wheat pasta because it's got the whole pasta, the whole um, wheat berry. The entire wheat berry is what you want. You want the whole thing. You don't want the one that's been stripped of all the best stuff. You want the whole berry. So 100% whole wheat is the healthiest one. I also like pasta, so I buy tomato, uh, crushed tomatoes. And I buy jars of crushed tomatoes. And uh, you can't get that in the perimeter of the store, so I have to go down the middle. But this is what I found when you're on the shelves in the store. This is all about marketing, okay? So put your you know, marketing prowess into effect here. When you go to the, to the shelves in the stores, the items that are on the highest shelf and the lowest shelf are the parts of are the items that you're not gonna see as easily. Those are where the cheapest items are. The items that are closest to your eye level are the they've been placed there for marketing they know that a lot of people go into the grocery store and they just want to get in and get out or they don't want to shop and they just kind of grab what they see so don't stick with just looking at what's eye level look at what's at the top and look at what's at the bottom and nine times out of ten those have the best prices per unit than what's at eye level so another pro, another tip is look at the per unit price Okay, don't just look at the end price. I get a jar of tomato sauce and it's $5, well, or $3, what I usually find on sale. Look at per unit because you can compare it to the other thing. Oh wait, this is 32 cent per, per ounce and this other one is 29 cent per ounce. Well, I'm buying the 29 cent per ounce. So compare the unit prices. That's gonna help you save money as well. Okay. Another thing is buy ingredients that you can use to make snacks. So for me, I like to go to the bulk area, like I told you, the bulk bins, and that's where I can find, uh, I can find you know, all of my ingredients. I buy only organic, like I mentioned before, and I can buy spices, organic spices for pennies, pennies. I mean, I was shocked at how cheap it is. Um, I buy them in the bulk. And I get like, uh, you know, it's spices are expensive. If you've ever gone shopping for spices that aren't the cheapo ones at the dollar store, they, they can be expensive. I stay away from the cheapo ones at the dollar store, which I used to buy, by the way. And I used to buy the ones at Walmart, too, the little containers with 50, that were 50 cent. Maybe they're a dollar now because there's an anti-caking agent in those. And it's a chemical. And I think it says something disodium, calcium, disodium, phosphate or something like that. You look on it yourself and you'll see it makes it not cake. So like if you have garlic powder or something and you buy the 50 cent or the little dollar container at Walmart, like I told you, I used to buy it too. Look at it. You'll see garlic powder and anti-caking agent. That's a chemical. You don't want that in your body. So I buy only the organic stuff. And so usually those are really expensive if you buy them pre-packaged they're really expensive if you buy them pre-packaged and i don't prefer to waste my money and i think you probably don't either so i recommend the bulk bins uh, and in whole foods and probably some other grocery stores too you bring your own little container or they have a little bag that you can put it in put the spices in and when you get to the cash register they weigh it out and i've paid you know 
I buy Italian seasoning. If I buy the organic Italian seasoning in the bottle from like McCormick brand or something like that, it's like five or six dollars, seven dollars for that thing. If I buy the same amount from the bulk bin at Whole Foods, it's like a dollar something. It's amazing the difference. So you're not paying for all their pretty packaging, but you're just paying for just the food. I do the same thing with my rice. I do the same thing with my beans. I do the same thing with my nuts. I do the same thing with my raisins. Like my, I don't buy a lot of dried fruit, fruit, but I do buy raisins. Another thing is, if you're buying dried fruit, a lot of people say, oh, dried fruit is a really good snack. Again, look at your ingredients, look at your label. Most dried fruit is soaked in sugar water. I know, I was shocked and I was really disappointed too. Most dried fruit is soaked in sugar water. So you're, end, you're gonna end up paying a little bit more usually for just plain natural dried fruit. But in the end, you're gonna feel much better. The flavor's gonna be better. So I like raisins because they're sweet. I don't like the dark raisins. They don't taste so good to me in food, but I like the golden raisins. I buy organic golden raisins and they're really sweet and they're kind of tangy. They're really good. And uh, so that's a one. And in a pinch, when we ran out of maple syrup, I'll tell you a little secret. We ran out of maple syrup one month and um, I buy maple syrup, organic maple syrup online from Amazon. Coombs Family Farms is the brand I buy and I really like it and it's, uh, it's, it works for us. But we ran out and my daughter wanted to make a smoothie and we had golden raisins, organic golden raisins. So it was really all her. She said, let me try this out. She put organic raisins into the smoothie and blended it up. It was so good because raisins are a nice sweetener. So another good sweetener is uh, bananas. Another good sweetener is also dates. So these are natural sweeteners that you can use. You can make like a paste out of them if you want to and put them in your food. But I like maple syrup too. So these are some really great tips that have been really good in helping me. So one of the last tips is buy your ingredients to make snacks. And I started talking about that and then I kind of went into the, uh, the fruit there, but buy your own ingredients to make snacks. So you like cookies. Cookies are okay. Don't overeat it, but cookies are okay. Make your cookies. Use maple syrup as your sweetener. It's a much better sweetener. White sugar has been proven to feed cancer cells and it really is poison to our body and it really is more addictive than crack cocaine. They've done studies on rats. I was shocked. I never thought it was true until I began to do my research and found that it really is more addictive than crack cocaine. So I try very hard to stay away from the white sugar, even organic white sugar. And as I mentioned, and in one of my posts earlier, I bought some uh, candy one day and it had organic white sugar in it. Um, and it wasn't the best choice, but you know, you'll take it a step at a time. And that particular day I said, okay, I'd rather do the organic white sugar than just the regular stuff with all the other chemicals in it. So I went with that for that day, but I don't buy those very often. I do like the way they taste, but you know, I that's what I did that particular day. So I don't recommend it. But um, nonetheless, make your own snacks. You can use all kind of wonderful, healthy ingredients in your snacks. I like a cake that I, I made uh, one day um, and it had, I used banana as a sweetener and 
a little maple syrup. I had some nuts in it and I shredded up carrots. It was a carrot cake and it came out so good. It was so good. My neighbor was asking, oh, Miss Michelle, can you give me the recipe for this? Um, so, you know, there's ways and, and do a little research. Find out ways to make healthy snacks. And when I say read your ingredients, also look at the look at the list of ingredients in your snack recipe because lots of people don't know what really is healthy. So I don't just, you know, go healthy snacks. I don't just Google healthy snacks. You know, I might go with someone who I know knows their stuff and has really high quality, you know, baked goods when they bake them or turn out, but I know that I can substitute white sugar with what I prefer is maple syrup, or I might, I haven't used coconut sugar in a long time. I used to use coconut sugar, um, but I generally just try to stick with fruits uh, to get my sweet tooth, you know, to satisfy that sweet tooth. So these are some things that have really helped me um, shop the perimeter of the store. Don't go to the grocery store hungry. Look at the top shelves and the bottom shelves. Buy mostly whole foods. And I don't mean whole foods to the grocery store. I mean whole food like fruit, vegetables, rice, beans, chicken. Don't buy, you know, a bunch of prepackaged stuff. That's, that stuff isn't going to really do great for you. And something else that you might think about is buying frozen. Sometimes I buy frozen vegetables. I don't often find good deals on organic frozen vegetables, so I usually stick with the fresh stuff. But buying frozen vegetables is a viable option. And buying frozen fruit also, because it will last longer in your freezer than it going bad in your refrigerator if you're not sure you can eat it all. So that's another option for you. Um, buy ingredients that you can use to make snacks. Make a list. Read the ingredients list, read your labels, and ask questions. Don't be afraid to, you can send me messages here, you can put you know, questions on my website, on my Facebook page, uh, you can leave a voicemail here on Anchor. Don't be afraid to ask questions. If you don't understand, that's the only way you're gonna learn. And the very last tip, the very last two tips that helped me lose 100 pounds is number one, I took it a step at a time, literally one step at a time. If I wanted some chocolate, I said, okay, I'm gonna buy the best chocolate that I know. I wanna buy the healthiest chocolate. When I say best, I mean healthiest. So I would buy dark chocolate because dark chocolate has a much more rich, intense flavor and I can use you know, less maple syrup in it I like to make uh, like this chocolate bar at home and I buy, I buy the, the, the raw cocoa, like I told you, it's the cocoa powder. There's no sugar, nothing added. All it is is cocoa and um, organic cocoa. I add that, I put some coconut oil in it. I use coconut oil. I don't buy butter, but I like coconut oil and because I can cook at a higher temperature with it. I don't use olive oil anymore because it oxidizes at high temperatures, which isn't good for your body. And uh, so coconut oil is just the most versatile for me and I can't taste the flavor of the coconut. We use it to cook for everything. So I'll melt the coconut oil down. I will mix it with my cocoa powder 
and then I'll add some maple syrup in it. I'll put maybe some nuts in it and then I put it in the freezer and it gets solid and then I take it out and I've got a lovely chocolate bar. Easy, simple, much cheaper than if I buy some organic chocolate bar somewhere. But it's about taking different choices. And the very last, making different choices, the very last and most important thing is to remember, food is fuel, not your friend. Jesus is your friend. The biggest tip, if I could tell you one thing that helped me lose all this weight, it was recognizing that I had to go to Jesus for everything, including my emotions, and stop going to food for it. That was everything. That was everything right there. Everything else, yes, they're practical tips, and we all live in a practical world, but the most important thing which was the groundwork for everything was going to Jesus first. Those other tips aren't gonna help you if you don't go to Jesus first about how you feel and your emotions. All those other tips, I was doing a lot of those things too for the 22 years that I was overweight and obese, that I was 241 pounds. But when I went to Jesus and said, I need your help because I just wanna live for you and I wanna eat for you, that's when it made a difference. I stopped making a choice based on my emotion, what I ate. Instead, I made a choice based on fuel. If I was feeling bad, I didn't go to the junk. If I was feeling bad, I would go to Jesus and I would ask him, help me to always come to you instead of going to food, my old friend. Because food isn't your friend, Jesus is. On that note, we are going to close for today. I'm so glad that you came to listen. I'm so glad that you came along for the ride with me. I'm so excited to share these things. Please, as I mentioned before, share the podcast with your friends, share it with your loved ones, share it with anybody that you think wants to listen. We will be back next week, Monday night, 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, sharing another topic regarding the struggles of life and how to get through them with Jesus. Thank you again for listening to Moments with Michelle Donatian. Don't forget to rate. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you'll get notifications anytime I, we upload a podcast. We're working on a new schedule and we're gonna be adding some more episodes at different dates, but we're gonna keep you posted about that. And what I want to do is I want to close in prayer. I want to close in prayer. And let's just go to the Lord. Lord God, I thank you. I thank you for today. I thank you for each and every person here who listened in the pod, on the podcast. I thank you that you are the God in heaven, that you are the one who fulfills every one of our needs. We don't need food to fulfill our emotions and those emotional needs. We need you for that. Lord God, everyone with a desire in their heart to honor you with their lives. Lord God, they're listening in. They're listening in and I just ask you to touch their hearts. Draw them and draw them into you, into a deeper relationship with you that they may walk with you, that they may learn to practice the presence of you, that they may learn that every choice that they make 
that you are right next to them. Oh, Jesus, I thank you for everything that you've done, for each one that's listened in tonight, listened in, every time this podcast is shared, everyone listening in on the show. I ask you to touch each and every one of them, bring them to a place that they're desiring to be in you. We choose to give you all the praise and all the glory for it because you are the Holy Lord God. Oh Jesus, we worship you because we love you and we thank you for what you've done. In Jesus' name, amen. So folks, thank you so much for listening. Please tune in again next week, 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's our new podcast time. Also, you can go to my Facebook page, Michelle Donatian Inc. You can also check me out on Instagram under Michelle Donatian. And you can go to the bio there if you want to share the link for the podcast. Yes, you can listen to the podcast on Apple products or Android, um, either one, you can listen to us and we are going to be coming to you again soon. So God bless you. And I also want to share with you, we're going to do an Instagram live and a Facebook live to follow up. We always do that. So tune in, share it with your friends, come with your questions. Maybe you have something that you wanted to ask that I didn't cover here in the podcast. But next week, we're going to be on to another topic. So I'll keep you posted about what that topic is going to be, but it is going to be another struggle that we deal with and how to put Jesus first, because we all deal with struggles. On this side of heaven, we are all going to deal with struggles. They will never end. Paul had struggles as well, and you and I do too. So God bless you. May the Lord keep you. And thank you again for listening. Goodbye.